PJ Coogan and Kitchen Table Productions present 20 Minutes With, a short podcast for a busy world. Hello again, welcome to your latest episode of 20 Minutes With. My guest today is a musician, a songwriter and a composer from Cork. A chance invitation to a reception in Dublin a few years ago led to her being part of the soundtrack for one of the most successful video games of all time. This is Canticle of Sacrifice from World of Warcraft, featuring the voice of Nella. That song led Nella to concert tours, performing to huge audiences in China of all places. It also brought opportunities to write, record and collaborate with Grammy Award winning producers in LA and Hollywood. At the moment, Nella's back in Cork, but we caught up in her studio. I'll start with a, a memory because many years ago I had the opportunity to MC a concert up at the airport hotel. And I had no idea who half the people on the list were. I just was introducing them all. And Darren McGann said to me, keep an eye on this girl. You'll enjoy what she has to do. And I introduced you. I had no idea who you were. And I walked off the stage and you launched into something. And I had an oh shit moment. I said, God almighty, who is she? I've been watching you ever since. And here we are now sitting in your studio. (laughs) It's been a long road. That's a few years ago now. That, yes. PJ, that must be, gosh, that could be 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it could be 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I feel old now. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. um, a long time. You started writing, performing, learning the piano when? Oh, so I, I've i always been singing. Um, I used to do Fesh Matthews and stuff in school. Then I would kind of, like sixth class, I got the lead. I was Caiaphas, the head priest. I was really annoyed I didn't get Jesus, but the teacher told me afterwards that Caiaphas has more singing lines. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, I was happy with that. And then I I actually, used, as a teenager, I used to do a lot of karaoke stuff because I didn't really know any other outlet. Mm. Um, I'd learned the piano as a child for about eight or 10 years. Um, and I wrote my first song when I was about six or seven. I still have it. Um, um, and it was called, I Wanna, I Gotta See the World Beyond Me. <laughs> That's what it was called. Deep. Yeah. For seven. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I started gigging at about 17 um, with a guy who was a boyfriend in Cork. And he was a singer-songwriter. And... I started singing with him, singing his songs, and then writing a bit, and then busking, then going to college to Stefan Afa to do music management and sound, which is amazing, amazing course. Then I did a diploma by night in UCC um, in classical music. Then I went up to Bally Fermat in Dublin, and they told me, I think by Pete Holiday from the Radiators of Space, he was the main lecturer, and he told me by Christmas, just leave and just start gigging because you're finishing our sentences because the course in Stefan Afa was just so, mm. so good. Amazing, amazing course. And um, yeah, and then I just started gigging and I kind of went from there, yeah. How do you go from that to having a song on the soundtrack of World of Warcraft <laughs> and touring China? This is the bit that, remember, 
picking up Facebook one day and says, she's going doing what? <laughs> Where? How did Warcraft come around? So, um, after I went to Ballyferm in Dublin and started gigging, I was back and forth, Cork, Dublin, Cork, Dublin, and I, while I was in Dublin, I wrote um, an EP, released it, my first EP, 4-track, and that went to number one, and I was really excited about that, mm. and I got invited the next day, um, this is a mad story actually, I got invited the next day to the American Ambassador's residence in Phoenix Park, by uh, ESCA, the Irish Association of Songwriters and, and Composers, I think. Mm. And they, I think they've changed the name now to something else, but they push for more Irish uh, music on radios. So we were talking mm. about that earlier. Um, and they sent out a blanket email to their members, inviting them to something to do with gay music in the American Ambassador's Residence. And I was telling my mom, and she's like, you have to go to that. And I was like, oh, I don't really know what it is. Like, sure, look, I'll go. And I was I was working out a lot at the time and I was wearing these like short denim shorts I was wearing all the time just because I could and you know and she was like now don't wear those shorts she was like you wear a black dress you wear a dress and I was like oh are you sure she was like no no you can't go there can't dress up I was like okay and then she was like go up to the American or go to the event tomorrow I was like mom I don't even have the money to get there like you know can I walk she was like Jesus Christ so she put money in my account and she was like no only use that for this is only a few years ago so it shows how the life of a musician on the dole but anyway and um she was like go you know and I was like fine got a taxi there and I almost told the taxi driver to turn around because traffic is so bad and I had these nightmares of walking into a big room where everyone turns around when you open the door and going oh, you know you're interrupting Anyway, went to it, um, was really interested um, in the panel. It was Russell Brower, um, three-time Emmy winning composer for World of Warcraft, uh, Disney, and just many, many, and Animaniacs, which I thought was really cool. Tommy Tallarico, he's um, composed the most video games um, for a composer in the world. He did Earthworm Jim and and um, owns Video Games Live. And um, Christopher Tin, and they were all talking about game music. And were you into gaming at all, no? No, I probably shouldn't say that. No, um, I played the Super ne- Nintendo, you know, the SNES Didn't with my brothers. Yeah. yeah, Mario Kart and all Snake that. Snake on the phone. Like, yeah, yeah, that was it. The two yeah. of them, that was it. Um, so no. But when they started playing excerpts of the music, I was like, holy shit, you know? And, and I heard vocals in one of them as well. And again, I know I studied a little bit of classical music, but I never really enjoyed it. I'm mm. going to be honest. I didn't really get it. I, d- I just didn't really get it. When I heard voice with it, I was like, oh my God, I could just like, I'd be quite visual. So I heard like the voice and the instruments almost playing with each other with colors and kind of, I just, it was just very new. Anyway, my mother always told me to network. <laughs> so I hung around at the event, um, drank a, an extra glass of the free vino that they were bringing around uh, to get a bit of Dutch courage. And I went up and said hello to Tommy Tallarico and Russell Brower. I had a CD in my bag because the EP went to number one the day before, so I was carrying around my CDs. And I gave it to Russell, and he went home, listened to it, and he rang me the next day and said, we need to work together. I've never heard a voice like yours. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, these stories. So he had an oh shit moment. <laughs> well, yeah, it was really lovely. Um, it was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it, it went from there. And, mm. um, yeah. And the next thing you know, you're recording for World of Warcraft, but it didn't It didn't end there. And I guess, work, you know, gaming fans will say, shit, getting a song onto a soundtrack, mm. that's a big deal. Mm. Then came China. Now, you mm. had no idea what you were facing but how did it come about? Yeah, so um, 
so yeah, I became the featured solo vocalist of uh, that expansion of the video game called Legion. So my name was a first name on it and all this. Now Russell wrote the song, but he wrote it for my voice. Mm. And I have a kind of a unusual um, uh, vocal range. It's kind of where a man's vocal range is, but then it can go really high. It's, it's called a male falsetto. But anyway, so he wrote it for my range, which is so special for me. Um, and that became a really big song in the game. Um, and then I knew that these guys toured with Video Games Live. So that's Tony Tallarico's company. And basically they tour all the music from all the video games and they show in the, like, so there's an orchestra, there's a choir, a conductor. And then if there is, um, if there is vocals in the particular pieces, they'll have a vocalist. Um, and then at each show, they show unique excerpts of uh, storylines of, right. the, of, the, the, of the game. Because I was always asking how... Who, who are the, like... like? You'd imagine from the title Video Games Live that mm-hmm. this is a bunch of geeks with their controllers <laughs> in no. a cinema yeah. or something. Oh, right. Yeah, I suppose you would, yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, so 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 Russell was going on tour um, and he... Tommy basically texted me, Tommy Tellerico, and he said, hey, Nella, um, congrats on getting, you know, Canticle of Sacrifice and um, me and Russell would love you to come on tour with us in China. So that was in... 2017 right. um, so we did so I was like uh, <laughs> yeah it was just um, I was actually in LA when he rang me um, because World of, Warcraft, World of Warcraft opened loads of doors for me that I started working with people in Los Angeles and um, because it's such a big brand over there mm. because it's based there I don't think we kind of get it here oh I had no we idea we have no idea the size of gaming no, no idea what I can tell you that is super interesting is the gaming industry is bigger than the movie industry and the music industry combined Get away. yeah and for the particular game that i'm on there's 100 million players it's insane it's insane and i got a slight um taste of that in china so off i went to china um we did i think 14 shows um which was 12 cities the first year i went and um, so i'm the singer so every time i come out i'm like a special guest to 4,000 screaming chinese people um, it's just insane and then we've like we've um, the crew is like three guys from America the same three guys all the time the lighting guy the visuals and the sound mm. and then Russell uh, would be conducting mm. and then you showed I, me a video of that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then I was singing and then we'd in every city we had a new orchestra and a new choir so it was just whirlwind um, not very glamorous you know really like beautiful hotels but just like hard hard work. oh very tough yeah how many how many gigs in in how short a time um so if you weren't if you didn't have a show you were traveling because right. obviously china is massive yeah. and we went to um we went to 12 cities um in i think just under three weeks and so that was that was insane and then the following year well not last year because we're in the new year now. so in 2018 i did six weeks in china we did was it 19 shows um and that was tough too um we had 10 days off in beijing <laughs> that was just beige yeah it was very um yeah beijing is uh, I, I think yeah. we don't understand or have any idea what china is like until you're planked there as an irish girl yeah. in the middle of this massive city you have no idea have you no absolutely it's a different world 
I wouldn't live there now. Yeah. I, I'd find that tough. Yeah, I yeah. really would. But the fans were so dedicated, so amazing. And I was called Miss Nella and I'd like, you know, MC part of it. And yeah. it was just amazing. I signed everything on people. <laughs> like, and, and just, you know, people were like, oh my God, you're actually Miss Nella from the game. And I'm like, oh my God. And then when I sing my song in the game, the, the whole place erupts. And it's just, and it was just really a beautiful exchange um you know with me and russell being able to because he's one of my best friends now very dear friend he's just such a wonderful brain and talent yeah. and um you know a lot of the time we were both winging it with new songs that we were given and things and just looking at each other kind of just feeding off each other's energy and just making it work now i'm not saying he you know he wasn't winging he's extremely talented yeah. but you know uh, it was just yeah, but when you get really that syn- you, you get that synthesis with someone on yeah, a stage, you know, yeah. you can work together. And if someone goes off at a tangent, the other one will follow. It'll them. just work yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, and I was supposed to go again last year, but um, my daughter was moving schools, and it just wasn't the right time. I was like, no, I'm going to leave this one off. So who knows? I may go back again, but um, but I just said um, I just said last year I wasn't. I, it it just wasn't right timing it opened other doors for you who did you remind me again who you signed up with recently or who you're talking talking to recently yeah so i just signed my very first uh, management deal um so it's a two guys uh robert cutarella and phil quattararo um so they're based in los angeles two guys from new york so phil quattararo is the former ceo of virgin music america and emi music america and he he's managed so many amazing people janet jackson just just loads of amazing people still manages them um and yeah so he's he's an incredible guy um his career is insane and um robert coderella then produced shaka khan celine dion michael jackson he actually won a grammy with uh, glenn ballard who i'm writing and my pop album with um for michael jackson uh so yeah it's just um yeah, their careers are incredible. So did really you ever think, growing up as a little girl, that these <laughs> names—a little girl who loved to sing and make yeah. music—that these names no. would be tripping off no. your tongue? No, definitely not. And it's only I think when I'm like when I'm in LA, you kind of get caught up on in that because everybody knows somebody, and every, you know, mm. and you know, and it's it's very exciting when I'm there too. Don't get me wrong, but when I come home and I kind of think about it, yeah, it definitely puts your feet back in the ground, going, okay, well, you know, mm. need to be grateful and and really kind of. Mm. Yeah, it's, and and then you're yeah. here in this new studio, brand yeah. new studio in your back garden, yeah. in Lotusstown, you know, <laughs> yeah. which allows, tell them where I live. No, <laughs> allows you to collaborate yeah. with anyone you want to anywhere yeah. in the world. That's huge. Do you know what? Yeah, it's um, it's given me a massive freedom, and um, because in my brain, you know, working in amazing studios and things were only outside of home, and now it's kind of like you know, I can come in here and and I've done two projects since I've only got the studio maybe three or four months mm. so I've done two really exciting projects um in here and uh yeah it's it's um I'm very lucky that I, I I could have this space because it's um it's really for for a songwriter it's 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 difficult to to write especially at home when your family are here and um it's difficult to find that space where you know it allows you to concentrate on another big part of your life as well which is yes. being being a mom yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seventeen, she is now. She Phelan will be seventeen in April. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, when I say that out loud, but yeah, she'll be seventeen in April. My baby, <laughs> she's growing up. Yeah, mad. And of course, doing all the teenage things that teenagers do, and oh, yeah. mom tripping off to China for six weeks doesn't really fit in when you were a teenager. 
Yeah, that's the kind of thing I, I wanted to be more around. That's another reason I built the studio. I just wanted mm. to be around for these kind of formative years. You know, you don't get those years back with mm. your with your with your child or your teenager. So you know, I'm only 32, and kind of I'm kind of moving from, you know, I'm still doing pop music, but I'm moving a lot into the video games, movies, TV show, you know, music in yeah. in, in in those um like wordless vocal type stuff like Lisa Gerard or Enya that kind of thing as well mm. as pop songs. And I'm really enjoying that, um, which has happened totally by accident because of World of Warcraft. But um, it's right. you, say, you say the word you say wordless a yeah. lot. What does that actually mean? Is it just that there's no there's a there's a voice, but there's yes. no words? Is that it? Yeah, just just sounds like yeah. almost wailing, but 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 very um, controlled uh, wailing. <laughs> that kind yeah. of all these. Um, so there are yeah, whatever, no words, you know? but it's a very precise script as it were oh yeah yeah like i i did an amazing project that i haven't really talked about online yet but i'll tell you um with jeff rona in um la so we've we've collaborated um on a project uh and it's kind of movie trailer type music and it's i just i just need somebody to tell me the mood tell Mm. me what mood i need to be in uh, and then i'll make up a scenario in my head um like it could be you know um in a desert running and you're running for water and it's the last thing you know I just need some some sort of a narrative and then I'll make that sound like that create a picture in your head and you produce a sound too yeah Yeah. then the voice will just kind of go into that either desperation or exhilaration or whatever that's all I need it's almost a form of acting really isn't it I don't know maybe it is yeah Yeah. except I wouldn't want you to fill in my face when I do that because it would just look awful (laughs) people who are listening to us talking here will say I would love to hear more so Where can we hear your stuff? Because if we're not into gaming, there's obviously stuff out there. Where can we hear it? There's a few ways. I mean, I, I have a lot of stuff I, I will be putting up this year for sure. And I know I've said that last year, but I definitely will because I have the studio now. Uh, but if you go on to YouTube and you want to hear the World of Warcraft song, a lot of the, the fans ripped... So they don't. So the game doesn't release music. Well, they do, but they don't release it officially online. They mm. release a CD and... Um, it's part of like the fan packs that they get when they're members. But anyway, but if you type in Canticle of Sacrifice, you'll find a couple of hundred or a couple of thousand versions of me. Well, it's not first, like it is me, <laughs> but uh, videos, um, mm. you know, of, of, of the song. Um, and then my website is IamNella.com. My Facebook page is Facebook.com forward slash Nella's Music. And same with Twitter and Instagram. So I always put up little bits, but... You know, I've been working on a lot of very exciting projects that mm. definitely should be rolling out over the next few months um, and I'll be talking about. Um, and yeah, I'm also um, almost um, about to submit my application for my um, artist green card and my daughter will get one too. So I'm very excited cool. about that because it means I can live and work and be back and forth eventually um, mm. because I love LA so much. Yeah. I miss Except I miss for LA. the time that we talked on radio when you were in the middle of an earthquake <laughs> that was mad that was yeah that was last july um i've never experienced an earthquake and actually as soon as it happened russell russell brower the composer for world of warcraft he texted me saying are you happy now because i was always saying i'd love to feel one and he's like no you don't you know because they're afraid of the big one there was so i was up in santa clarita uh, just north of la and i was in the kind of beer garden of um the hilton and I looked around me and everything was it was so you can have two different type of earthquakes apparently you can have the real shaky ones or the rolling ones yeah so I took out my phone to to film because I was like is this an earthquake and it was getting bigger and bigger but then 
I realized that because I was going with the rose, it wasn't really actually, you know, filming anything. Anyway, I sent to my friends after they were like, nothing. It's so moving. Irish, isn't it? Like the whole place is running for cover and you're filming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see, I was out in the beer gardens. So there was nothing really to fall, but we could hear bottles falling off inside in the bar. Because there was a little couple next to me, no, I say little, they were young, a young couple um, kind of sitting near me. And I was like, is that an earthquake? And they were like, yeah, probably, you know, they, California, they didn't see any big deal. Um, but it got bigger and bigger and it lasted quite a while. That was really, really mad. And then the next day I was down in Hollywood in the, one of my favorite hotels. It's, got, it's where the first Academy Awards was held and um, it's called the Hollywood Roosevelt. And I was in there having dinner with friends and the next one happened. And I think they were like 6.5 and then 7.1. So there's a really famous uh, big um, foyer in the Hollywood Roosevelt where the Academy Awards in like the 20s or something um, was held. And there's a huge chandelier and that thing was just swaying. It was mad. Um, so it got scary then because I was staying in the Roosevelt that night <laughs> and I was staying in the big tower and I was like, oh, feck <laughs> you know like i really i'm up high in that tower like you know if, if the big one comes yeah. i'm screwed so i just kind of had an extra drink or two before i went up and i was like look look i've nowhere else to go i have to go up there but yeah it was mad it was um not as i expect i thought it would be really violent and everything would be shaking but it's not you kind of go with it so mm. it's really unnerving because they say you can get, have like a pre one and then a pre pre one and mm. like so everyone was kind of waiting in case the big one and I was like oh Jesus no <laughs> you know that that would be um that would be that wouldn't be ideal but it was interesting yeah. yeah now I know mom and dad I knew I didn't realize I knew mom and dad until I met you yeah, properly that's true yeah. you know and like they must be so proud of your your exploits Aww. I hope so um I don't know I feel like they're they're kind of on the journey very much with me because. Mm. You know, it's like, um, I always say it's like, I'm mom to my daughter and my parents are dad. It's almost like that dynamic. Because, mm. um, yeah, I'm a single mom. So I always feel like there's that kind of a dynamic. So I feel like they're on the journey with me. So none of us, I suppose, ever kind of stopped to go, Jesus, not great. And mm. do you know Irish mammies and daddies? Is when, that you, the, when you, you rang know, your mom and said, mom, I'm going to China. Uh, yeah, she's very cool about it. She's like, all right, yeah, okay, well, you know, are they paying you? Okay, you know. <laughs> You know, that's kind of, um, my mom's amazing because she's an entrepreneur and she's um, had an amazing business and then it went under in the recession and built up another business again. Yeah. And, you know, so she's very business focused um, herself. So she's been very, very good at kind of reminding me that I'm a businesswoman, and mm. even though I wouldn't accept that till I was about maybe, I don't know, three years ago, maybe when <laughs> I <laughs> had to. But um, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I really appreciate her entrepreneurial um brain because it helps when you're an artist um you know you need that kind of focus to go yeah I am a business and I deserve mm. to be taken seriously like a business and take myself seriously and you know yeah I wish you all the best of success Thank into 2020 so it's been great to talk to you and I Thanks. know that the next time we meet we'll you'll leave even more news for you. <laughs> I hope so <laughs> thanks so much PJ and for all your support you've been amazing over the years so thanks if you want to hear more of Nella, you can go to her website, IamNella.com. Hope you enjoyed this episode of 20 Minutes With. Please do share the links and continue to spread the word. Remember, you can catch up on previous episodes by subscribing for free on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your downloads. I'll be back with a new interview every Saturday around midday. Till next time, do take care. Thank you for listening to 20 Minutes With, a short podcast for a busy world. 
Please help to spread the word and watch social media for news of our next episode. <laughs>